We in. We certainly are. What? I said we certainly are. Yes, we certainly are in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Chris and Kyle Show. Spoilers for Jojo Rabbit. That's Chris. Hey. I'm Kyle. And that might be the smoothest I've ever done the intro. Yeah? Maybe. I don't know. Hello, Sia. <laughs> All right. For those who don't know, Jojo Rabbit, uh, written and directed by Taika Waititi, um, known for Thor Ragnarok, Hunter the Wilder People. Is that is that right? Hunt of the Wilder People? Yeah. Is that? Sure. I, that's I, that's the, uh, the one fucking... Taika movie you ever yeah. seen? I mean, he's probably made plenty of other ones. He but also one of the did big ones that the I seen of his. vampire thing, right? Yeah. What is that called? What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. With Which G- I With Jermaine love. Clement. Yes. Um... Uh, there's yes. a there's a show of it now yes. which I haven't seen, but the original movie mm-hmm. with uh, Jermaine Clement. I have to see that. Is he also does he also act in the in the movie? Uh, Tika. Yeah. Yes. He yeah. acts in a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's him uh, starring Scarlett Johansson, uh, Rebel Wilson, Alfie Allen, Stephen Merchant's in it. Uh, the kid, his uh, the two kids. Uh, Jojo is played by Roman Griffin Davis and Elsa is her name is Thomason McKenzie and uh they're both great and my boy Sam Rockwell my fucking dog he's so good oh I fucking love him so much um movie is not in wide release yet I don't think it's got a really limited release here in LA it seemed like no AMC's were showing it or anything right. so I don't know nationwide it was fucking packed out here yeah though, so. dude well it was one of the few theaters showing it yeah um yeah we were in the giant cinema dome at mm. The sunset, uh, arc light, and it was full. Yeah, so cool. I like that. I've that's the first time I've been in that. I, like, it's not like a famous movie theater or some shit. Yeah, that's the first time I've been in the in the dome thing. It's mm-hmm. really cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, um, really cool. But the fucking seats are so close together, man. Like, I don't know if you noticed that, mm. but like, fucking just trying to get in and out of the seat. Oh, I was like, I felt really bad because we got there like pretty like not late, but late for like we you know people were already sitting. Yeah, one dude didn't. Like tuck in to let us buy. Did you catch that? Yeah, it's always I like I kicked him. It's always dickish. Yeah, when people do that or like like all right. What do you want me to do, dude? Sit on your lap. Guess I'm giving you a lap dance now. (laughs) Jokes on you. Anyway, uh, this movie's got a 7.39 b, 77 from the critics, 98 from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, really? With an interesting, the consensus on Rotten Tomatoes because of that split is kind of interesting. It says Jojo Rabbit's blend of irreverent humor and serious ideas. Definitely won't be to everyone's taste, but either way, this anti-hate satire is audacious to a fault. I'm not smart enough to know what audacious means, so I'm going to Google it right, right now. Like, you know, it's one of those words where like in context, I understand it, but actually what it means, I don't. Mm-hmm. Showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. Yeah, audacious to a fault. In what way is it audacious to a fault? I mean... It's, it's certainly okay, audacious. So I think, yes, I think if you are offended or uh, offended is too strong of a word if it isn't to your taste like this says but it seems to be more not to critics taste than audience but based on the ratings yeah maybe you know portraying hitler as a goofball is over the top to you as right. a not sorry imaginary friend hitler <laughs> yeah so yeah let's talk about the sort of what the movie is um i love that uh what is it? Uh, satire of hate or whatever it is. What's the the framing of it? I literally just said it and then I closed it. God damn it. Um, 
anti-hate satire. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Is it a tagline? I don't know what to call it. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, it, put, it puts you in the right mind. For yes, kind of movie. exactly. It's a film about a boy named Johannes, Jojo, who is being raised in Nazi Germany during World War Two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, so like, yeah. uh, I think I'm like 90% yeah, that's, sure it's World War Two. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I'm dumb. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um, and he like, the, he, he is raised in a society where there's propaganda and you know, everyone's a Nazi essentially, yeah. except his mother played by Scarlett Johansson. Uh, her name is Rosie. She is secretly letting a Jewish girl live in the walls of their home. And his father is off helping ferry Jewish people to safety somewhere. Um, he, in the meanwhile, like works for the military in some capacity. And Sam Rockwell is kind of his boss. But it's because of this fucking summer camp scene where he got injured. <laughs> the beginning of that movie fucking kills me. It's yeah, so funny. I thought funny. there was going to be a lot more. I did too. At the beginning of the movie, I was like, Hitler I am so youth. ready for a... Hitler youth summer camp movie. Yeah. But I, that's I, not what it ended up being. I, I expected it to be Nazi Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. That's, that's what exactly expected. what I was thinking. Yeah. Now, I that was my strong anticipation from the first trailer. When I saw the second trailer, which wasn't until like last week before we saw a different movie, mm-hmm. um, before we saw Joker, where I saw the stuff with, um, what's her name? Elsa, the Jewish girl, where I was like, oh, there's more to this movie than just the camp thing. Right. That is actually the heart of the movie and the meat of the movie is the relationship between Jojo and Elsa Mm -hmm. and Jojo's sort of slow erosion of Nazism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which he didn't really have in the first place is like, yes, it's it's a very interesting take on uh, identity and, um, you know, like the the implications of society on youth Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot to unpack in this movie in terms of stuff like that. Um, what are your general thoughts on it? Uh, th- there's plenty of times. And like, I, it, I think that might be why, like, there's less to be actually offended about with this movie than... I don't even know how to articulate I don't think it's that. offensive really at all. Like, exactly. Just like... If you're going to be one of those people that like flips their lid because someone says Hail Hitler, then don't go see this movie because yeah. it's done in tongue in cheek a ton. Right. They, there's that whole that fucking scene where there's five men and they all individually greet saying Hail yeah. Hitler. Doctor, it's, doctor, yeah, doctor, yeah, doctor. Yeah, exactly. Doctor. That's literally. And in the, the beginning of the movie, it's uh, when when imaginary Adolf Hitler is hyping Jojo up and he's like, Hail Hitler! And they're like yeah. screaming. Yeah. Like it's done in tongue in cheek situations all the time. That and like. The movie's obvious message is it fucking anti hate satire, yeah, right? Yeah. The literally says "fuck you, Hitler," yeah, right, and kicks him great, out of the window at the end. Great use of your f bomb, yeah, so good, mm-hmm. loved it. Um, yeah, and I think that like there is a uh, a, a certain amount of people that are going to think that this movie is more offensive than it actually is. Yeah. Joker is so much more offensive. Yeah, way more offensive. <laughs> uh, of a movie than this movie is, even though this movie is dealing with fucking the, the Holocaust. And, and like, Nazis. And he yeah. portrays Hitler as a, 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 a goofy imaginary yeah. friend. It's hysterical. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. 
like there's going to be like multiple times where you're like, you're shaking your head. Uh, it's not also not only funny. It's also tragically sad. Okay. To me. I was going to talk about that a little bit. Let's just talk about that now. So okay. we're talking about his mom. Yeah. Right. Super fucking sad. Yeah. Throughout the beginning of the movie where you like, why do they keep showing her feet? Sh- I kept wondering why they were doing it. Yeah. I was like, how is this going to come back and be mm-hmm. important? Yeah. Yes, I did and think that. When once you get that fucking turn, yes. right? When he's like fucking following the butterfly and everything. Yep. Oh man, it's just such a moment. Then, it's such a moment of like hope uh-huh. and happiness that is just immediately just stoppered. Yeah. And you just see her feet yeah. hanging. Oh my god, it killed me. Mm-hmm. It killed me. I started crying. Yeah. Fucking I didn't cry, brutal. but like I'm I was surprised that I didn't. Yeah. You know? Uh Really fucking great moment. Just mm. really cinematic in the way that they portrayed it. It's beautiful. I loved the way they shot it. That mm. Taika shot it. Like yeah. the way he stayed below her knees and stayed at Jojo's level mm. and just showed Jojo hugging her, mm. but you couldn't see the rest of her hanging until yeah. he really switched over story. to the wide shot um, of Jojo like sitting on the ground just staring up at her. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a very intimate feeling. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That, I enjoyed that a mm-hmm. lot. Um, you enjoyed it in the sense that not because you're a disgusting human who loves when mean? people die, but because it was like, no, that's arti- exactly it was artistically I mean. done. No, that's what <laughs> well I mean. executed. That's exactly what I mean. No. Not because you're a Wait, Nazi. Hold on, Jojo. Not because you're a Nazi who was Wait, glad that. Do you think that Jojo was the protagonist? <laughs> no, Stephen Merchant's the protagonist. This, this movie's a tragedy. Fucking. Oh God. I thought that Hitler was supposed to be the, uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, fucking Sam Rockwell. God. Oh, I love him so much. His fucking, his last two big roles God. that like, I remember him in. Uh, are He's him, a super racist. Are, are fucking, so him as a Nazi and him as a crazy three, racist. Three billboards. Yeah. And um, you saw three billboards. No, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. That's three. one where he's a super racist, right? Yeah. 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 What's the other one? Um, he's not as, he's actually like lovable in this movie. Uh, in Yeah. So I was going to Three billboards, yes. he's not. Sam Sam Rockwell does such a great job of balancing this like, this this man who is so clearly unhappy and hates the situation he's in, but loves the people around him mm-hmm. and is in love with Alfie Allen specifically. So obviously, right. And it's just like, and then by the end of the movie, he sacrifices himself. And like, he ends up being this dude who doesn't give a fuck about the Nazi life. He was just, you know, he was just trying to survive in Germany. The fucking German shepherd scene. <laughs> that fucking stupid ass joke that they do. Like, and, but the way that that, it's such a stupid joke that like, it got me a little bit. Uh, but the way that that like, Segues into like a, a, a way that that segues into them longingly looking it's into so each good. other's eyes. It's so it's such a great little moment where you uh, like because so up good. until that point, like you could have figured that might have been a thing because Alfie Allen is always close to him and he's very loyal to Sam Rockwell. But like that little moment enlightens their characters so much, and you're like, oh my god, I completely understand both of you now. <laughs> It's so good. Like in the beginning of the movie, it's just like Sam Rockwell is just this drunk idiot uh-huh. who runs this camp for Nazi kids yeah. and Alfion's like his little henchman. But as the movie goes on, you learn way more about that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, actually you don't really learn anything about it. You just feel more about it. Yeah. It's great. You're and then so at the final, like the, the Sam Rockwell gave me hardcore, this is one of my favorite movies ever, hardcore way, way back vibes in his final scene 
mm-hmm. um, when he has that heart to heart moment yeah. with Jojo and then he strips him of his Nazi jacket and then shoves him to the ground and starts saying that he's a Jew yeah. to try to save him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's reminding me so much of his role in the way, way back right here yeah. in this sort of like this this way to level with a child where you where you don't think of them like lesser you you really are on a, a, a unique a unique and similar level of them emotionally and you respect them and i love that a lot also yeah i just i love sam rockwell he's mm-hmm. so good not like do you do you get a feeling that um is it ruth wilson no rebel wilson rebel wilson Ruth Wilson is from Luther and is going to be in the new HBO show that's coming out. Rebel Wilson, do you feel like sometimes it seems like her sense of humor pulls you out of things? I can get what you're saying, yeah. I'm not saying I didn't like her in this, but it right. just sometimes no. her just, over-the-topness yeah. it like pulls me out of the... You just feel the, like she shouldn't be working anymore. I get it. <laughs> that is definitely not what I'm saying. Um, I, I, yeah, I can understand what you're saying, uh, where you're just like, oh, this is Rebel Wilson. It's doing just Rebel, Rebel Wilson, Wilson doing. Re- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Um, I, it it's like, oh, you're Rebel Wilson doing Rebel Wilson with a German accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and surprised she didn't make, oh wait, she did make a joke about how much sex she has. Basically. She talks about how she's had 16 sons for, the, yeah. for Germany. Yeah. She does make that joke. Like that's like on the bingo chart of Rebel Wilson. Right. Um, yeah, but that's like the, that's his work. Nazi squad is Sam Rockwell, Alfie Allen and rebel Wilson. And there's a lot of heart there mm-hmm. and I like it a lot. Let's talk about the two most important relationships for Jojo. And uh, okay. There's three, there's three, the three most important relationships for Jojo in this movie are his relationship with his imaginary friend, mm-hmm. Adolf Hitler yep. played by Tika Waititi, right. his relationship with his mother right. and his budding relationship with Elsa. Yep. Pick, pick your choice. And we'll we'll dive in. All right, uh, let's go Hitler. Okay, Taika Waititi's portrayal of imaginary Hitler, because yeah. this is like almost like the most superficial one. It's very it's symbolic, also, I think, as well of yeah. of being a mirror of the way Jojo feels, and the the mirror is almost a dark mirror. Yeah, the, exactly. The more it's a shadow. The more Jojo f- discovers who he is, the angrier Hitler gets. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and the, just the the Nazi part of himself, mm-hmm. like that. Like it's, there's it's a there's a, the, a the sort of the the climax of their arc together. Like Taika sells out in that scene, scolding him and giving that speech mm-hmm. for like the pride of Germany and shit like that. And you're like scared of him I, in that moment. And I don't know if you noticed, but like it's not just that. There's like times when he's like super vulnerable too. Mm-hmm. Even when he like so, it's not just like him goofing around in order to like do the jokes. Cause like that's, that's part of the comedy. That's yeah. part of the movie, but there's parts when he's being very serious. And then he like, there's a, especially in that climactic scene where he gets really serious. And then he starts like almost like weeping yeah. and like begging him to mm-hmm. like hail me. Yeah. Yeah. And then it becomes kind of funny again. Like there's a very fine balance of humor uh-huh. with the Hitler stuff and, and vulnerability. Yeah, and using it symbolically, it's, it's like all tipped on this edge, and I think yeah. it's done really well. I just Taika is so good, dude. Like, just as a filmmaker in general, just it, everything he touches, man, it's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can move on to the mom, Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson's Rosie. Mm-hmm. I love their their relationship together. 
I love the scene when she, when he says, I want to be with my dad and she rubs the coals right. on her face and then yeah. she pretends to be dad and mom. Yeah. It's so Super good. hot. <laughs> I know how much you dream about Scarlett Johansson with a beard. <laughs> it gets me, dude. That's my thing. It's such a fucking narrow fetish. <laughs> So specific, so specific, and they hit it. They found it. You know, there's a fucking subreddit out there for that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a that's a really quality scene. Um, and we 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 already talked about her death a little bit. Super mm. tragic. Uh, and well, yeah, let's incredible. talk about their relationship. But more. their relationship. Um, yeah, I. I I was constantly thinking like throughout the, the, the scene, like how, what it would be like to be someone like Scarlett Johansson's character in this movie Yeah, where you have someone who you fucking gave birth to and like has like such a huge part of them that they identify themselves with. And they spout all this hatred that you hate. Yeah. Right. Uh, That's a very, it's a, it's a super, it's another thing. It's like on an edge. It's like this, she loves him wholly and completely. Yeah. But she, but there's a part of him that she despises and she fears. And she also can't be like, stop acting this way. Yes, because, because then, he might turn her in. Yeah, exactly. Or or they could be discovered that she yeah. isn't down for the cause. Right. Yeah, there's a level of danger that she's always living with. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I, and there's so many, just so many vulnerable and emotional moments between them. Like, just dancing stuff. And uh, like, I, I love the, the bike scene. Uh, when they're walking back and she's sort of not scolding him, but she's like trying to just be like, just be a kid, right. like dance with me, have fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, a, you're not a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. All, and while like trying to subtly let him know her ideals real, like without saying it. Yeah. Which is a, like a hard line to, to stand on. Yeah. Uh, like it, I, I think the, the, the first moment that she really does it like, and it kind of surprised me. I was like, Oh, okay. Like that, this is this kind of character, Mm -hmm. um, was when they first see the, the, the people that are being hung in the, like the town square. Mm -hmm. Right. And Jojo was like, what what did they do? And Scarlett says what they could. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, she's Mm -hmm. like empathizing. Yes. And I was like, all right, fucking like, and that set the the tone for her character for the rest of the movie, I think. Um, yeah. God, I was, I was crushed, man. I was crushed when, when, when we, when we find her dead. Yeah. I was not expecting it to happen that way. I was expecting the confrontation of Stephen Merchant, not that specific thing, but something like that where she's there. Mm. I thought she would be there for that type of scene. Right. But, she was dead at that point. So let's let's go into the final really important relationship for Jojo, which is Elsa. Um, the Jewish girl who is hiding away in their in the walls of their home, uh, basically hoping that Germany loses the war and she can be free again. Yeah. What'd you think? What you got, what you what you, what you want what you gotta say? It's just incredibly strong. I think it's I the mean, best part of the movie. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. And and it's the the engine of the movie. Yes, it's the heart of the movie for yeah. sure. Um it's uh, uh, I don't know how old the girl is, um, <clears throat> Thomas and Mackenzie, but that is some Jacob Tremblay level child acting going on between the two of them. She might be a little older, I'm not sure, but right. the kid, the kid, the kid who plays JoJo is great. Uh-huh. I really thought he did a great job. Yeah, 
Um, also, I wonder if he's naturally German or if he's just a kid who's got a good German accent. I don't know. No idea. No, he's from London, dude. He's just got a dope-ass German accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the relationship with Elsa, it's... It's like simultaneously a coming of age story of him like learning about love. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they do the butterfly thing and him learning about becoming a better person and him learning empathy and and learning that Jews aren't monsters, like in a literal sense. Like he has been raised to think that Jewish people have horns and tails and they steal babies and they eat right. people. Yeah. So in a very literal sense, he's learning all of these new things yeah. while also, you know, mentally and spiritually learning all these new things. I really enjoyed that. Like it's almost like this idea, right. Of, you know, uh, a Hitler youth fucking encountering, uh, someone of their age. That's, uh, that's Jewish. Mm -hmm. Um, like, and anybody that was like, like trying to deal with that kind of situation and trying to write that situation, uh, would have done it in a way that's like super melodramatic. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it, was that I, I don't like, think so at all they have a, I love they have a ton of witty chemistry together they have a lot of fun with it but I, I love how like she, she fucks with him <laughs> leans into yeah. the like the whole ideal and, and fucks with him uh, mm-hmm. about her being a monster and yeah fucking Jews don't have to and she's like oh no we sleep upside down like bats yeah like stuff like that yeah yeah and then I think the there's a really strong emotional through line of the movie of the letters that he pretends are from her fiance and it's sort of, I think, what really lets her know that JoJo is a good person yeah. from the very beginning. Because she is the one who very straight up says to him, you are not a Nazi. Yeah. And it's because she knows, she she tells JoJo about her fiance, I think his name is Steven. And at the end of the movie, we find out that Steven has been dead for like two years or a year. And the whole time Jojo had been pretending that Steven was writing these letters and it's hysterical yeah. and they're so wholesome and cute. Yeah. And then he writes like one last one where he's like, oh, me and your good friend Jojo have figured out a way for you to escape yeah. after he lied to her about Germany losing the war, which was like kind of like an oh shit moment where you're like, oh fuck Jojo, that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And then he brings her outside and they, they dance. It's exactly what, you know, when he said, what are you going to do when you're free? And she says dance. And it's, you know, it's very strong connection to his mother. And it's just really, you know, beautiful moment. Yeah. I've really fucking loved this Is movie. Is there anything wrong with this movie? Can you I'm, think of it? I'm sure wrong? people can find things, but I, I... I mean, you obviously said Rebel Wilson, <laughs> but... I don't think it's like a negative. It's like a neutral. Right. You just think yeah. that it's, it's, yeah, it's obviously worse than negative. Like, we get it. <laughs> God, you don't have to. Keep I feel like going every time this. I have like a small gripe about something, you pretend I hate it. <laughs> what? I don't do that. That's did, not a bit. Did that you I like the best friend? Continually doing. Did you like the best friend? Episodes? I what? thought the best friend was so funny. Oh yeah, he's hysterical. Did, did you think of Jamie at all during that? No, but I get it. I was like, I was like, this is somebody that like, like could be Jamie's little brother. Yeah. He's Yorkie. Like so His name is Yorkie. Yeah. The way that they just fucking like they hug each other, but they can't like. Dude, when he's in the or, trash thing, oh my God. when he shows up with a fucking gun and he's like, "I'm going to war." <laughs> the way that they're like they're, nonchalant the they, about it. The too. way that they make fun of the German military in World War II is hysterical. The way that they're just like all this nonsense is going on. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, the, the, that's the satire part of it. 
is the way they deal with like the real life situation. What, what, um, how did you like, I mean, the climactic scene is, uh, I don't know. Would you say the climax is when Steven Merchant shows up? Uh, maybe, maybe, right? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the most tense scene. Yeah, for sure. Our movie. What were your thoughts during that scene? Or my thoughts? Yeah. What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, I, like I mean, I was delightfully surprised. Like the 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 way that they were able to, I don't know, just like flip expectations. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, because I was expecting for Elsa to be behind that wall. Right. Yes. And I expected a, them a, to find her. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just comes out, and she's yeah. like very bold. Just, you know, in-world decision. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think, like, uh, that scene, I loved that scene while watching it. And, like, you, you know, I was like, it's very tense. And, you know, the 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 on-the-fly thinking of... And, and the Sam Rockwell moment, where you find out that Sam Rockwell knew she was lying and didn't say anything right. about the birth date. Like, all these little moments in that scene. And it's also a very funny scene, like, with all the, you know, hail, 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 all that kind of shit. But in hindsight... I almost thought that scene was even better after we find out about Scarlett Johansson having died because you can track it back to they came here because they found her, which is like disgusting. They found her, whatever she she was passing out the flyer things or however they tracked her down right? and her, you know, underground railroad style thing she was up to. They then were like, we need to go to her house. So they went to the house after having her hung. Right. And didn't say anything to her children. So it makes it even grosser. Ooh. Ugh. I don't like that. But I, I do in the sense of being in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I don't know if there's... I don't know flaws. I just... I fucking love this movie. This is... I said to you when we walked out, I was like, this is going to be a threat for my... Our... My top five at the end of the year episode. Yeah. This, is gonna, this is a good chance this yeah. might be on my list. Right. The list is building now, though. We've gotten... There's some good movies. What's in your top five? I mean, off the top of my head, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, this, Book Smart, uh, Homecoming and Endgame, or Far From Home and Endgame. Um, I mean, that's the top of my head. There's probably more. I know you're probably going to have Midsummer on there. Midsummer was really good. Um, yeah, there's there's been a lot of good movies. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think this movie is going to get Oscar love at all? Screenplay knob. Oh, for mm. sure. For sure. It's adapted, I think. Yeah. 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 Yes. Novel by Christine Lunens. Lunen. Adapted and original <clears throat> always kind of like trips me up though. Because you can you can fucking write something that's based off of real life. And it's not adapted. And it's an original screenplay. But it's because it's not based off of a novel or, a, or a pre- another source. Yeah, a pre-existing yeah. material. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Yo, good for Alfie Allen getting some post-Game of Thrones work. He's a fucking good actor. I was like... So when we walked in, I forgot Sam Rockwell was in this movie. And when he popped up, I was like, fuck yeah. Right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Got me like even more excited. Mm. Oh, I don't, I don't have anything else to say. Nope. I fucking loved it. It was fantastic. Yep. I highly recommend going to see it whenever it becomes available. I don't know what its release schedule is like. 
Um, next week, we're going to have our Halloween episode. The Lighthouse. Hey, why'd you spill your beans? Why'd you spill your beans? Is that a quote from the trailer? Yeah, he says it like constantly. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Will and I've Defoe. only watched the trailer once. Yeah, it's just, that's like the whole trailer it. is Will and Defoe being like, why'd you spill your beans? Right. It's spooky. Yeah, I'm, 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 like, I'm not usually excited for horror movies, but I'm excited for The Lighthouse. There's just something about it. I don't know what it is. I think it might just be the, the fact that it's Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, and right. it's like a weird black and white old looking movie. You should watch like the first 20 minutes of The Witch. <laughs> Why just the first 20 minutes? Because the rest of it is just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really, that makes it, The Witch sound really bad. It's, it's not, it's just like, the first 20 minutes was really good. Okay. I think. I, I feel like I'm more likely to watch The Witch if I really love The Lighthouse. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah. I just, just off of, off of like what I've heard about The Witch, I have no interest. I'm like, right. I'm sure, uh, what's the guy's name? E- Egg- Eggers, is that right? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I'm worried that like the trailer might make The Lighthouse seem more interesting and like mm. very... Uh, Action packed is the wrong word, but like it really, doesn't look action packed. Well, yeah. I'm, t- I'm talking about like kinetic. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like like Midsummer is not action packed, but, but it's, it's kinetic, kinetic. Yes, right. I mean, it's not very long. It's less than two hours. The the witch is not like that at all. It's mm-hmm. fucking deliberate. Oh, I nailed it, Eggers, Robert Eggers. Good job. Pulled Good job. it out of my hat. Um, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll talk about whether or not it was kinetic or not on our sh- on our episode next week for Hall- our Halloween we'll special. Um, but until then, uh, find Chris on his website. You can read his scripts, chrismichaelstott.com, chrismichaelstott on Instagram. I'm davinwell 25 Twitter and Instagram, the show, the Chris and Kyle show on Facebook, on Instagram, on all the podcasting platforms on YouTube, TCAC spot on Twitter. We'll put a new poll up, um, after Halloween. Don't know what it's going to be yet. We'll figure it out until then. We out. We out. Stay weird. <laughs>